Hello and welcome to another episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium. When we last were with our heroes, Gabriel was competing and won his first Pokemon contest. Yay! With Mortifier. Wow. You defeated a drag queen and a Scandinavian. <laughs> Who took it easy on me. Yep. You also, oh yeah, and before that you hatched your egg. Ah, uh, my little Rowdy. She Rowdy? Yeah, she Rowdy. Now you're all parents. Yay. Yay. To two terrible children and one golden child. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, shit got real at the, right at the end of the last one. It did. Yep. You were, you saw an explosion and then you saw a star and then there was an ultra beast and then y'all just kind of got knocked out real quick. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Pretty much. This this is what happens when you're fighting against the essentially Pokey Thulu. Okay. All right. So everybody, roll me a survival. Eleven. Oh, that's not. It's a four. Scrolling to my abilities right now. <laughs> Six. All right. So. The two boys, you don't do anything. You're still knocked out. Belle, you suddenly wake up and you realize you're in a hospital room. Where am I? And then you hear a familiar voice. Don't worry, you're safe. You're in a hospital in Sanjem. We were able to get you out of there. And when you turn, you, you, when you turn, you see that it is Inspector Damien. Hello, Miss Bell. I see you and your friends have gotten into another pickle. Yeah, looks like it. Are you okay? You're all fine. You but you all took some nasty hits from the Ultra Beast, but there's no lasting damage. We were able to repair the bruises and scrapes that you got. All of your Pokemon are fine as well. They were taken to the Pokemon Center immediately and healed up. And then he gestures beside you, and you see that all your Pokeballs are sitting in one of those trays that the Nurse Joys will take to heal your Pokemon with. Okay. So, what happened? Well, the best that we can determine is that your old acquaintance, Star, was trying to steal some teleportation technology from the laboratory located in Pal Park. And she succeeded at the cost of tearing open a hole in time and space. How? <laughs> well, it is very experimental technology, and she certainly doesn't seem to be the kind of person who would do a risk-benefit analysis when it comes to tearing pieces of strange machinery out of their consoles and then running. Yeah. Rest but... assured, this was not the intended use of the technology for certain. Oh no, yes, the space-time continuum usually doesn't factor anywhere near the experiments that they run at Pal Park. They're just trying to advance our teleportation technology that is able to send Pokemon and people back and forth from certain locations, try to make it more efficient, more powerful, that sort of thing. It's generally been what they've done since their foundation. Okay. 
guessing that you guys are able to deal with that Ultra Beast, then. Yes, the Ultra Beast was contained and sent back to its home dimension. The hole in the time continuum was shut, and anyone who was caught in the blast was able to be rescued. There were no casualties, very few serious injuries. Almost everyone is fine, including you three, which is pretty good considering you, by all accounts, the three of you ran towards the danger instead of away from it, like you should have. Oh, you're trying to help. <laughs> and that's very commendable, but like I mentioned when I first met you in Orberg, at a certain point, you have to realize that the three of you are children, and you shouldn't be trying to interfere in events that you're not capable of preventing. Sure. And around this time, we'll ha- say that Gabriel wakes up. Like I was trying to tell you guys. <laughs> Ow. Ugh. You're never going to let us walk this one down, are you? My, I, I'm a, I, I, I have a headache or any sort of pain or anything whatsoever. Um, I mean, it does feel like you got knocked to the ground pretty hard, yeah. but no, again, no serious injuries. My aching body would say yes. Yes, it sounds like you should have listened to your friend Gabriel, though, Gabriel, you do realize that you don't always have to follow people if they're running towards uh, interdimensional danger. Mm, yes, but strong-headed as they are, I'm not going to let them perish alone. Well, that's a concerning way of putting it. You shouldn't want anyone to perish, plain and simple. Yes, that's what I, I guess that's what I meant to say, but... This isn't necessarily a laughing matter, young man. You, you realize the danger of the situation. You were struck dead on by a bolt of lightning from a creature known as Zirkatry. Those have been known to kill people. You and the th- all three of you are extremely lucky. Yeah, I guess so. And Miss Bell... It has uh, we'll say Julian can wake up now. Ugh. Anyone got the license plate of the car that fucking hit me? Ugh. Now's not a time for such language. We're bedridden. Ugh. What happened? As I was telling your friends, the three of you were in the middle of an attack by a creature known as Zirkatry, an ultra beast from another dimension. And foolishly, you attempted to intervene, and I regret for you to say you suffered the consequences. Yeah, and? (laughs) And Damien just kind of runs a hand through his hair, always looking down, and then looks directly at you and says, Young man... Do you have a death wish? (laughs) Maybe. Depends on the situation. Well, I ask you to re-examine the situations you're putting yourself in. I've read your file. I know what happened to your parents, or as much as anyone else does. And you randomly throwing yourself into harm's way in some kind of attempt to prove that you can get them back or whatever you're hoping for is not going to help matters. And Miss Bell, as I was saying before Julian awoke, you need to reconsider what you're trying to do to atone for your actions. Yes, I've looked at your file as well. I know your history. I'm not going to judge you for it. But consider the fact that going on suicide missions is not going to redeem you in the eyes of the law or anyone. 
It's not a matter of approval. It's a matter of staying alive. Oh, whatever. Keep dropping my dice. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm just going to say that Belle kind of remembers the last thing she saw, that black thing. And for whatever reason, she... I don't know. She does a perception check on... Um, on Damien. I just want to confirm an idea I've been having. Alright, roll your perception. Nine. Okay, so you don't see anything out of the ordinary, except you do see that on, I think when I last mentioned this, it was around his, a pendant on his neck, but you see on, around a, on a pendant around his neck, you see a miniaturized master ball. But I'm pretty sure this is something you've noticed before, so it's no no more out of the ordinary than it used to be. Should I ask if that's an actual <clears throat> master ball, or would it seem too out of the blue? Uh, that's up to you. I think I'll hold off for a bit more. Alright. Um, and Damien is still talking during this. Your, the three of you have a strong desire for justice, and that is very commendable. But since we last met, the actions undertaken by Team Astro have become extremely volatile. They're no longer a joke or a quirk like you could say that some other teams have been. They are proving to be serious threats, and that means that they need to be dealt with in a serious manner. The three of you only have one badge each. You are extremely out of your depth. <coughs> Do... Con... Congratulations, young man. Two badges. <laughs> My point stands. Understood. Yeah, understood. He's looking at Bell. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and as he turns to leave, he opens the door and then he almost gets bowled over as... Another figure bursts in, and it's Joni. Oh my gosh, are you guys okay? I heard what happened, and it sounded really scary. Are you okay? Yeah, we're yeah, we're all right. Thanks, Joni. Why would you guys even do that? That's so silly. I mean, I don't even go towards huge things to be electricity. I mean, I don't even go towards huge Pokemon of any kind. They're so big and they're so scary. And this one came for another planet or something. And why would you do that? So Joni opens her mouth to speak, and then she glances at Inspector Damien, and he does a little shake of his head, and then she takes a breath, like, I'm afraid that that information is classified. All I can tell you is that if you see them anywhere, you need to report them immediately so that the proper authorities can handle the situation. And I don't want to say that Star is tearing holes in space just to unleash Ultra Beast, but she does seem like that kind of girl. And then Damien kind of goes, Damien kind of goes, and she's like, sorry, that's that's conjecture. That is not an official statement of the Sinnoh Police or Interpol in general. (laughs) And (laughs) And Damien nods. 
Yes, you are certainly familiar with her actions, which is all the more reason why you should not get involved. Because if there's anything I have learned and anything I can tell you, Star seems to have a personal vendetta against you. And this is something I could infer through two altercations between the two of you. So my advice to you, for your own safety, is to stay out of it. Now I have to attend a meeting of the Sinotop Brass to determine how exactly we are dealing with this situation. I implore the three of you not to leave this hospital for the rest of the day. You are still healing, and Joni is going to be right outside your rooms to make sure that you don't go off half-cocked at any slight hint that there is danger. And with that, Damien takes his leave. And Joni also goes outside, but you can still see like her shadow in front of the door. Wasn't expecting to get grilled once we fucking woke up. Well, he's got a point. We've only been adventuring for, what, a week? And that, in my opinion, is like a freaking legendary level threat Pokemon. I was shaking in my boots. Just wish I could do something other than freeze. I mean, you gotta understand that there's more than just us. We're not you know, masters of the play on, on this, you know, life called Earth. Or at least not yet. We're out to make names for ourselves. We're still in the progress of making names for ourselves. As, as much as, you know, Krabby and the others would love to take on something like that and be renowned for it. Uh, yeah. Just... I just and I can was... only understand how agi- agitating it is to be able to... to for, to let somebody like Star get away, seemingly get away with what she's doing. I'm sure yeah. it's not the last time we're going to see her, and I'm sure we're going to be able to, you know, ultimately stunt whatever she's trying to do in uh, our own way. I doubt that she's going to just, like, stop what she's doing. No. If anything, we're going to keep running into her, because, well, to be fair, Belle, she's definitely got something out for you. Yeah. She's going to keep coming at us. So we got to do something about it. I don't care if the cops are going to get mad at us. If we if we take down Star, then we're doing a service. They're fucking appreciate it. Well, first, we got to figure out what Star is trying to do. She keeps talking about having bigger plans than just getting money and taking over our region. Hannah, would this be a good time for Belle to roll a, uh, an intuition? Yeah, if you're figuring out what Star would be trying to plan, that would be an intuition roll. Okay. And actually, you can all roll intuition, but Lindsay, you can add two to your roll since you know her. Oh, fuck all. <laughs> okay, so Lindsay, this is what you know about the situation and Star. About the situation, you know that Star has taken technology to enact very powerful teleports. So a teleportation of either a large amount of things or one very big thing. You also know that she has technology to resurrect very powerful Pokemon fossils. 
And then just from growing up with her, you know that she's very driven, but she can also be very petty. And yeah. she loves she loves being in control and she loves to hurt people. You remember that when you first met her, you the two of you kind of bonded over your similar family situations, how neither of you had the best home life and your dad was always having screaming matches with your mom and her father would usually take out his anger on Star. And then you also remember that one time when she showed up for the Rocket meeting, she was just absolutely beaming. And you asked her, like, hey, Star, why are you so happy? And she's just like, well, my dad's not going to be bothering me anymore. Ooh. Fuck. Oh, fuck. And that's another reason why I, I ended up leaving. Uh, she's taking powerful technology. She's incredibly petty. She's a control freak. And she's fucking murderous. Uh, she's probably planning on something to something to lash out against the world, basically. All for hurting her. That's harsh. Messed up is what that is. Yeah. What is a powerful Pokemon that needs to be resurrected and somehow involves some sort of... Would Belle know anything about Garantina? Uh, she could. You could roll Pokemon Education or Occult for that. And are you thinking this out loud, or is this just inside your head still? Still inside my head. Okay. Uh, Pokemon. I'm gonna go with the cult. Seven, eight. Okay, so what you remember about Giratina from reading stuff in your youth is that it's kind of like the Grim Reaper of the Pokemon world. It takes deceased souls to the afterlife, be they for good or for ill, and it guides people to where they need to go when it comes to matters of death. But it's not necessarily an ancient Pokemon in terms of, like, the fossils that they are resurrecting at the lab back in Orberg. Okay, so it might not be Garantina that she's going after. Well, perhaps if it's it's some ancient... We, we have an in with the, who are they again, the ancient, uh, the uh, miners, the diggers. We're part yeah. of their society now. Perhaps yeah. next next cave or ruins we come across, we might be able to find some members and they might have some answers. Because whatever this, this is leading to, it pro- there probably is some sort of link connected to ancient society. Yeah. So, um... How are you two feeling? A little sore. Pissed off. (laughs) Able enough to get out of this uh, place and go to somewhere where we could figure out some stuff? Well, I don't think we'll be here for long, so I don't think we have to break out. But, uh... 
But uh, let's the minute we get out, let's let's try and get stronger, guys. Yeah. I know they're saying we should stay out of this, but you know what? But do it's more. You want to see how they refer to our badges? If we earn more badges, they might take take more respect to us. Yeah, we we gotta do our part because yeah. we're in this shit. We are we're in too deep. We're trying to keep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plus, you can't let you you can't let me be you know freaking get ahead of you guys. Oh yeah, fucking game over here's got two badges. We gotta catch up. Yeah. But yeah, starting tomorrow. Let's get out of this place. Let's get back at it. I mean, what we could do is at least try to find out where she could possibly be going from this point, and then just point our adventure in that direction and earn our badges that way. Nobody says that we can't do both at the same time. Yeah. Hey, Jody, Joni. And she peeks her head in. Yeah? Uh, how's June? I know she took a hit. Oh, uh, the, June, June, June's fine. Why'd you stutter? Well, she's just, she's fine. Like, really, 100%, 100%, your, your sister, she's fine. But she is indisposed with other matters right now, so you can't really visit her at the moment. Okay. Okay. It, yeah. Okay. You know, I just thought maybe our next stop should be Canalade uh, City. Yeah, I was I thinking that, that too. Yeah. So then Joni says, "Oh, if you guys are going to Canalade City, you guys should be careful." Why is that? Why? And then she kind of like, uh, ah. Joni. No. No, no reason. No, no. no you said no, there's a reason. No, there's okay. a reason. The, there, there's plenty. Of places in Sinnoh that you should be careful. There's plenty of places that you you totally don't have to be as careful, though. Like, yeah, you can be careful in Calais, but, like, you should also be careful if you go to Snow Point or if you go to any of the lakes. It's just be, be careful. Be careful. We understand. Why should we be careful? I can't say. It's classified. Do I roll Okay, if we know what is facing us, then we can act accordingly to that. It's just, we have it on good authority that stuff might happen, so maybe you shouldn't go there until we know that nothing's going to happen. Can I roll charm? You can super roll charm. Hey, guess what? I have five in charm now. Oh, so oh, you God. are going to super roll charm. <laughs> <laughs> five ones. This out, Bell. (laughs) 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 
Can someone help him with that? <coughs> Are you asking Gabe to charm? Just to help. Just use the <laughs> feature. <laughs> That's my charm anyways. One of you. <laughs> my charm is two, sure. Better than Bell. <laughs> Just slap me on the back. Get whatever's out of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I go over there acting to see if he's actually hurt. Like, hey, hold on there. Oh, God. Oh, that that was weird. Hold on one second. Do you need so, a lozenge? Yeah, I, I could use some, what was it, Robitussin? No, Ricola. 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 I'll let you think of a Pokemon version of that. So what, uh, I just add two to my roll? I'm looking at yeah. that again here. Yeah, I think that's yeah. how it goes. Okay, much better. Yeah. So 5, 10, <laughs> that's an 8, so 18, 20, 22. Okay, that is much better. Act it out again. <clears throat> Joni, please, how... We've, we've gone through an ordeal already with a very dangerous threat. All we want is to know the safest way we can get around Sarah. And that's really all we're asking. Okay, well, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I feel like if I don't tell you why some places are dangerous, you're just going to go there anyways out of spite? Not out of spite, out of just coincidence. Okay, well, in that case... Okay, <laughs> I... I, I'm not supposed to be telling you this because Inspector Damien, he'd probably fire me. And that'd be hey. really awkward because technically he's my foster father. We didn't hear anything. Nothing leaves this room yet. Right, guys? Nothing. Right. Okay. You have our you have our word. Okay. So we were able to Hold get... Hold on. Look outside. Make sure he's not here. Oh, okay. And then she opens the door and she like whips her head around a few times. Okay, the coast is clear. This is really exciting. <laughs> now, we were able to get two former members of Team Astro to flip. And they didn't know a lot. Siri and Kano? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Wink. And she says wink. You don't have to say wink. Just, just... Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, just that. So the two of them... Said they didn't know a lot, but they had heard stuff about things being planned at each of the lakes around the region. So acuity, valor, and wisdom. And they also said that they were planning to do something at Candelave. And now that I think about it, Candelave might actually not be too bad because the Logos Foundation is just a few miles outside of there, so they could get there if anything happens. But those other three places... They're just kind of normal places, and that's where people like to go for tourism. That's where people like to go to pray and worship. So we need to make sure we have a presence there so that nothing bad happens. But we don't also don't want to spread ourselves too thin. I mean, we already have rangers deployed across the region. We only have so many jennies. Interpol is only here with myself and Inspector Damien, and the Elite Four, they can't just drop everything and patrol the region too. It's... <laughs> A matter of figuring out where they're going to strike first. And out of those four places, we really don't know what the target is. Okay. Well, I guess we'll have to plan accordingly, guys. Yeah. 
I think if you head to Jubilife and then keep going north until you get to Eterna City, by that time we might know which places. I mean, I don't. Hopefully, no one's been attacked. But if they make their move and we be able to defeat them, then you'd know that you can go there safely. Okay. Thank you, Jody. You're welcome. But don't. So don't go after Team Astro. You you got it. Bad news. Bad news. Bad news bears. Bad bad news Ursa rings. Exactly. Well, we don't. We haven't seen them with any Ursa rings yet. But well, uh, that's just a figure of speech. Oh, cool. And then she pulls a little notepad and she writes it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, wait, it, w- it would be bad news bear ticks. Because that works better than yeah. Ursa rings. I mean, it works better semantically, but bear ticks or polar bears would be like if we They're said bad news polar bears. They're still bears, Tanner. <laughs> a bear is a bear regardless if it has ice on its face. <laughs> Isn't there a bear that scientific name just means bear bear? Yeah, I think so. It's probably some brown bear. I think, probably. yeah, I think it's the brown bear that is just bear bear. Bear bear. <laughs> bear bear. We bear bears. We I, bear like, bears. I like the Western Lowland Gorilla because its scientific name is Gorilla Gorilla Gorilla. <laughs> Anyways. I don't know. I don't think it, we're, we're stuck in bed. So... Do we chill the day we until we're released? You can ch- Well, you could also... You did roll high charm, so you could convince Joni to let you out, and you can see what's going on with this uh, meeting of the top brass, if you wanted. You can try and sneak in. Or you could just chill at the hospital. I don't know. I think, I think we know what we need to know. What, like, I, I don't think Julian's gonna... Like, he already knows he kind of left a bit of a bad impression with the detective right now. So, if he tries anything, like, he's pro- it's probably not going to be good if he gets caught. He's also six foot two. He can't hide that well. <laughs> That's why his stealth is only a two. Yeah, I've only got a stealth of two. No, I'm so stealthy. But I'm the smallest of the group. So I can hide behind stuff. Nah, nah. You could also send out gonna... Pokemon to be sneaky. Speaking of which, yes. did you guys check on your Pokemon since you woke up? I have Rowdy. I, immediately, my first concern is Rowdy. I mean, none of my Pokemon were out during the incident, yeah, but regardless, my... my first instinct is like, how's Rowdy? I, I put all my Pokemon away before we went out. Yeah, Belle, did you do yeah. put all your Pokemon away too? Yeah, I did. Okay. I didn't bring anyone out. Good, because I was really concerned about Dillinger. <laughs> yeah. I think I even mentioned before, we, I, I, I'm not 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure, yeah, my first thing is I was trying to not go out there. It's like, well, first thing, I want to make sure all my buds are safe. Yeah, I remembered you put Rowdy in your Pokeball for sure. Yeah. And if everyone else, okay, good. Great. So are you guys going to let your Pokemon out? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Let's run down the list. Most of Julian's Pokemon are immediately going to crowd around him to make sure he's doing okay. Hey, guys. Linton! Linton! And Eric just kind of holds your face. <laughs> I know, buddy. I know. 
and Ashley is there as well, and she's like, she's holding onto your arm, and you can feel her like soothing energy trying to get at you. <laughs> I, I let that happen. Okay. Um, and Kate Sith is also just casually sitting in the corner. Um, as for Gabriel's Pokemon, uh, Krabby quickly crawls on top of your head and sits there, and it looks like he's kind of like keeping watch with his one claw <laughs> to make sure no one gets at you. Oh, thanks for the help, bud. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of other Pokemon have... Like, most, most of all your guys' Pokemon are just kind of sitting near you to make sure you're okay. Uh, I don't know how long it's going to take for so long. Uh, we have our... Um, do we have our um, belongings next to us? Yes, all your stuff is in the room. So, uh, did I gather enough uh, materials for Sawaddle to uh, make a... Sure, well, like, Sawaddle hasn't started yet, but yeah, you can say that's enough for Sawaddle to start sewing. Alright, it's like, hey buddy, we're gonna be here for the day. This is what I, what I want to do, is like, I don't think I, I, I explained it to the Pokemon yet, I want to create a little, a little pocket for, for Rowdy, that way I can keep Rowdy out at all times, because I need to bond with Rowdy as much as I can during its beginning days. And Rowdy, she is just completely clung to your chest. <laughs> and so you, like, just pull out a big bag of leaves? Yeah. <laughs> Swaddle! And it kind of just does a half-crawl, half-roll to the leaves and starts moving them around, like, examining them and gathering up and, like, every once in a while it brings out a little strand of thread and, like, connects two of them. It's very slow, very, slow, very careful work. Uh, Joni sticks her head in. She's like, Ooh, that doesn't seem sanitary. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> um, now, Belle. Myra is sticking very close to you. Cassidy is kind of standing on the edge of your bed, and she's looking at you, but she's not, she's not sure what to make of this situation. Although she certainly doesn't seem like she likes being stuck inside a room with all these other Pokemon that she's not super familiar with. Oh, right. Ugh. And I guess it's the big meet and greet, Cassidy. <laughs> well, Cassidy's kind of already met everybody, I think. Okay. Not really. We, well, we started like slowly yeah. introducing. Oh, that's them. true. Yeah. We didn't get the finish yeah. slow, the, the slowly the slow introductions. That's true. Okay, yeah. Do your meet and greet. As as yeah, as you call upon any of mine, I just have them individually walk up to your to walk up to your bed. Yeah. Same. And Sadie is holding Dillinger because yeah. Yeah, I was about to, Dillinger is gonna want to pick a fight. <laughs> so. Okay, so I'm probably gonna go like Myra first. Yeah, and Myra and Cassidy already had a bit of an interaction. Yes. So then, like, Calamity. Calamity just, she waddles up to Cassidy, and then she just kind of sits there with her mouth open. Gah! (laughs) And Cassidy's kind of like, "Uh, I lie? And she's like, she's looking at it because normally in the wild, this would be like a show of aggression. But Calamity just kind of ridiculous like that. (laughs) Yeah. 
So Cassidy's not really sure what to make of it. She like, actually does a full walk around Calamity, like sniffing at her, while Calamity just sits there motionless. <laughs> like the wind <laughs> passes through. <laughs> There's not much going on in that girl's head, is there? No. <laughs> She's 80% mouth. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sundance. Cloud. <laughs> Bell, have you ever realized you have a bunch of weirdos on your team? <laughs> I do. Okay, and I love them. <laughs> and uh, Sundance isn't really reacting to anything. Sundance is kind of waving back and forth on the floor. <laughs> it actually takes Cassidy a minute to realize that Sundance is a Pokemon and not just not the foliage. <laughs> Actually, Sundance just kind of leans over and plucks Calamity up and puts her on the ground. And Calamity, like, takes a minute to move. And then it's kind of like, you know how sometimes dogs are lying on their side, but then they start running and they just kind of go in a circle? Yeah. (laughs) So that happens with Calamity. (laughs) Waddling in circles. They're yeah. like the unstoppable tag team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at some point I need Sundance to fastball special calamity. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then Sigurd. Oh, how is this reaction gonna be? Cassidy's probably actually very wary of Sigurd. Um, and Sigurd is doing their best to look as unimposing as possible. They're probably not even floating. They're probably just, like, lying prone on the bed, like, just looking at Cassidy and blinking, trying to (laughs) seem... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just that weird ghost energy, yeah. Yep. Big ghost energy. Buddy, you're trying your best, and that's appreciated. (laughs) And, and yeah, Sadie is still floating with an uh, angry Dillinger just kind of flailing inside of her. Dillinger, you need to, you need to behave. We're in a hospital. Maybe have Lee, like, mentor him. Lee and Rock, yeah. obviously, because they're all fighting types. <gasps> Rock Squad! Te- Ro- Rock teaches the body. Lee teaches the mind. <laughs> Does Lee know Calm Mind? Uh, he doesn't know Calm Mind, but he does know Meditate. Hmm? That could help. Belle, do you want to do something with that? Yeah. I'll put you over with the other fighting fighting boys, and they can teach you how to be a good fighting boy. Tyro! Um, so while he's having a tantrum, Sadie floats him into an unoccupied corner of the room and just kind of pops him out, and Lee and Rock go over there. Tyrogue immediately, Dillinger immediately, like, starts running at one of the Pokemon. It doesn't matter, because he doesn't care until he gets there. Uh, But Rock is just going to grab his head and just kind of pick him up, so his little feet are just waving above the ground. And and Lee walks over to him, like, Meditate! 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 (laughs) Die! And so, uh, Lee holds his hands out and uses his powers to just basically freeze Dillinger in the air. 
Alan Dillinger is used to floating freeform in the air, but now he can't move. And I was just kind of like, die, die. And like, does a few like loops. He goes upside down, then turns right side up. <laughs> and then gently Lee sets Ty- Tyrogue on the ground. And Dillinger blinks a moment. He starts running, and then he just splats into an invisible wall. <laughs> Meditate. Meditate, meditate, meditate. Tyrog! Matchup! And Rock kind of like tut tuts at Lee. Or tut tuts at Dillinger. And then Lee like floats into the air and assumes like the meditation position. And then he gestures at Dillinger to do the same. And Dillinger is kind of like looks out like, what are you even doing? And then he looks at Rock, and Rock has also assumed the meditation position, but he's not floating. And Dillinger is just kind of, like, confused, but, like, these are two big buff fighting types, or at least compared to him, they are. So he's just kind of, like, tries to go with it, and he, like, sits in the ground, and he tries to cross his legs, but, like, they're all knobby and wobbly, so he just kind of gets stuck. So he's, like, because it looks exactly like me when I try and assume box position. Where he's got, like, one foot, like, on top of a knee, but he can't get that knee all the way down to the ground. The other knee's sticking in the air. And he's just kind of, like, holding his arms out. But he's got his eyes closed. And he's, like, just kind of fidgeting back and forth. And every once in a while, he, like, opens an eye. And then he tries to start to move. And Rocker Lee will just kind of grab him and pull him back. And he looks very, like, side rogue. Oh, I'm okay. gonna love these interactions. They're great. <laughs> this is this is literally like a kung fu movie. <laughs> you must seize the cricketot from my hand without crushing it. Oh man, I I would love to see a Pokemon kung fu movie. Oh, that's Detective Pikachu too. Anyways, anyways, more introductions oh. for for Cass. Oh yeah, so Cassie. Well, Cassie's not going to be leaving Belle's bed because even though she's not super sure whether she wants to trust Belle yet or not, she also definitely doesn't want to trust anyone else because she doesn't even know all you people. So let's see. While the fight boys are doing that, Claw Bear is going to scuttle, like, after ensuring that Gabriel's okay, Clawbear will yeah. scuttle off of him and, like, over to the bed and kind of go up to Cass. And Clawbear, he's just kind of, kind of, like, look her over, like, and he'll, like, do a little wave with his nub. And Cassie will see that, and like, oi vai! And they start having a little Pokemon talk, and Claw Bear is like going quite on. You see him like gesturing with his claw, <laughs> and Casty is like nodding, and she'll sometimes like she'll show the ear that was torn up, or like she'll show him her tail, which is all scraggly. And then she like uh, Claw Bear starts gesturing at Gabriel, and Casty looks at Gabriel, and she like is, like looks back at Claw, like really, and Claw's like yeah, and Casty is like hmm. And Casty, like, she actually hops off of Belle's bed and um, goes up to Gabriel, like, looks up at him and just kind of is regarding him. Hey. 
I'm gonna use um, Pokey Psychologist to use intuition and try to figure out what it wants with me. Or what it's trying to insinuate. Because out of character, I'm, I'm assuming Kay, he's talking about, you know, how he, how I helped Krabby, but I don't know that. I'm gonna try to see if I can kind of guess that. Piece that together. Yeah. So I'm using my Pokemon Education 5. Ten, fifteen, sixteen. All right. So you're guessing that Claw was telling Cassidy about how it lost its claw. Um, judging by the length of time it was going on, you feel like he may have embellished a little bit about how he lost it. <laughs> but when he started gesturing at you, when he started gesturing at you, you figure that he must have been trying to tell Cass that you were responsible for rescuing him and that you nursed him back to health and you care for him a lot. And now Cassidy is kind of like. The, is that can't be real? Humans are assholes. Really, <laughs> this human was that nice to you? And she's trying to like watch you prove it. At that point, I start to. I think I already have, but I, I inspect the wounds that is it. It's it's it has all over its body and everything. And Cash, she's, she's gonna growl at you. Okay, like without I'm trying to inspect like without just touching. A I'm just inspection. And and, and I, I I I tell her like. If you don't mind, I just want to see what what the you know injuries that you've occurred over you over the over this time. I might be able to help heal or better heal those wounds. You know, if if you don't like them, if you see if you think they're un, unsightly, this is a decision that you can make and make it on your own. You might just want to keep them. They might be you know signs of you know of, of your character, but I might be able to better patch those up and have them heal better, and then appear as if they, 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 they were never there to begin with. I bite! And then she kind of takes a step back. I bite! 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 I bite! Bite! I bite! 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 I bite! I bite! 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 I take it you want to keep them and that's... I I have nothing against that. I bite! And she uh, walks... She takes a few steps back and then she jumps back onto Belle's bed. Though she is closer to Belle this time. Um, she looks at... Claw Bear, and she like looks back at Gabe, and Claw Bear just kind of like <laughs> he does a shrug, <laughs> and then he walks over, but like walks closer to Cassie, like <laughs> and Cassie kind of like looks down, like boy, boy, and then she looks at Belle finally, and she just kind of nuzzles her head under Belle's hand. Oh, hi there. <laughs> Oi, boy. Uh, how are you doing? Do you want? Do I, um, like I'm petting her? Yeah. It's okay? Yeah. She, she, as you pet her, she does start to lean into it. And she just growls. Okay. Work towards that. Let her decide what she wants to do. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She's her own person. Oh. Except she's a Pokemon. <laughs> she's her she's own mom. She's her own Pokemon. Yeah. Alright, any other, anything else you want to do while you're here? 
I imagine Cassidy's kind of done with trying to introduce herself to people. We don't want to overwhelm yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Another time, guys. Don't worry. Give her space. Yeah, so... Okay, we're in Sanjem Town. Oh, yeah. Abdel, you would have been the only person who would have heard that unless Gabriel, like, is familiar with this hospital. Which I'm... I might. So I'll just do a general education. I think he might. But but if you like, you've never been in the side hospital. Like you might know from yeah. the outside only. Eight. Okay, I will see that you kind of figured out that you were in San Gem based on the surroundings. Mm. Julian has no idea. Julian, as far as you know, you guys are still at Pal Park. Yeah. <laughs> guys, I just remembered yeah. something. Something. Uh, so, Bell, when we were going to congratulate uh, Gabe for his win. Uh, they had those portraits of all the, uh, past winners and such, and I think I saw Cassandra in one of them, uh, except it wasn't, like, a photograph. It was, like, a painting. Oh. That's weird. Yeah, Yeah, I... I don't know what to... Um, so my intuition is two, but my occult education is three. Just want to look into that. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that is nine and another... Fifteen. Okay, with a fifteen, you're not sure if this is relevant to the situation, but in your readings on Ghosts in the Occult... You do recall people reporting that sometimes when a spirit appears, it will reenact moments from its life, regardless of the interact the way that other people are interacting with it. So, like, you could come across a ghost, and they would have a full conversation with other people that you can't see, and whatever you're saying, they won't even acknowledge it, because they don't see you, they see the stuff that they saw in life. Okay, so I relay that to the boys. Huh. Huh. Very interesting. And Gabriel, you didn't even know that Cassandra was there. Yeah. Didn't even catch it. Yeah, I think she was in a different competition. Uh, Yeah, I think the next time we run into her, I might ask her about that. Maybe she's just related to whoever was in the photo. Yeah, it could just be a strong family resemblance. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Let's let's get some rest, guys. All right. All right. Okay. So the one other thing I'll say, because while you guys are in here, while you rest, there is a TV in the room, so you click back on just to go through the news. You, of course, you hear reports of what happened at Barbocella with the attack and how. It's like some people are calling it a fitting end to a fitting start what with the Waylord incident right before it began and now the Ultra Beast incident at the end. A lot of stuff was damaged, but no people came to harm okay. or serious harm at least, so that's good. That is good. Yeah. Um, you also, on the local news, you see a video of a water skiing Pachirisu. You also see... <laughs> you also see a report that the head of the Alolan Embassy was actually fired 
for trying to pass off fake relics and fake archaeological findings as genuine. And these were discovered when such artifacts or alleged artifacts were dropped off at the police station uh, with a note signed, A Concerned Citizen. Huh. Well, that's relevant to you guys. I didn't know a whole lot of Are those the relics that, uh... What's her name? Yeah, the thief took off with. The Phantom Thief Roulette? Yes, they do look familiar. (laughs) 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 Uh, I immediately feel a lot better. Uh, That's okay. I didn't have a chance to talk about her for a bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, surely she was a better appraiser than the museum was, or, you know, less corrupt than the museum, I should say. Probably. Who knows, maybe this roulette is is doing this for a reason. Maybe she knew they were fakes. Could be. Hopefully we can meet again and and confirm these uh, theories. Um, Let's see. There's there's some other uh, news stories and commercials. You see... You see an advertisement for the uh, Twin Leaf Treehouse League. You uh, see a tourism ad to visit visit beautiful Lake Valor uh, next to the Hotel Grand just outside of Pastoria City. Uh, travel there using the fabulous new Eco Roadway. Oh yeah, I heard about that railway. Seems cool. Oh, hey, I forgot. One of the contestants I fought in the Pokemon contest is the other, it was one of the uh, other two partners for the uh, the battle theater. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, and they are totally on board. If we can get the other one on board, huh? I, I don't think I, I can't recall if no, I don't. I don't think I've got any information as to where they are at the moment. Well, actually, yeah. The, oh, yeah, the right. first time that you met Proficia Del Fox, she yeah. told you that uh, Veronica oh. de Abra was in. Twinleaf. Oh, hey. Is that the detour over there? Yeah. How does that sound? Is that the detour on our on our plan to get to uh, Catalade? Yeah, it's possible. There's also... Well, let me run through some of the other news stories. There's a human interest story on the continued efforts to relocate some Pokemon that arrived in Samgem with all the Alolan stuff and how there's like, the beautiful flocks of Oricorio have landed just outside of, uh, what was it? Floroma Town, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So the, the, the beautiful flocks of Oricorio have landed outside of there. Um, you see an advertisement for Canaleve College, and it's like, you, you're, well, most of you, maybe not, actually no, probably just Gabriel is familiar with this one, because it's got a really catchy jingle, <laughs> which is just write college for free. Get connected with Education Connection. <laughs> oh, um, and then there's a very quick advertisement for the Snowpoint uh, gym, where you see a woman in a purple, like a fabulous purple parka, standing there, just ca- like calmly and serenely announcing that the gym is open for business. Um, oh, you get, cool. and you guys can roll your general education if you know want to know anything more about any of the stuff I've just oh, said. 
but specify what you want to know more about. Uh, I just want to know more about that uh, Snowpoint gym, gym leader. Fuck, I'm really bad. Three. Yeah, so you don't, like, nothing seems out of the ordinary about that. Yeah, the Cantilave University or college. Cantilave College. Cantilave College. It's very esteemed in the area and across the world because it's just an expansion on their awesome library. Okay. And so there's like anyone who wants to know anything academic or anthropological or historic can go there. All the more incentive to go. The Cantilave is where Lindsay would live in real life. Yes. <laughs> Mom and Dad told me to stop by there during my adventures because I could get some more information on anything I would wish to acquire. Oh yeah, and I won't make you roll for this game, but you also know that Pastoria is also the location of the uh, Pokemon Ranger Academy. Oh right, yeah. Oh yeah, if we do cross by uh, uh, Pastoria, it's where the big HQ for Pokemon Rangers are. Or uh, Education oh. Center. So if we pass through there, I will totally make a stop there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if I'm lucky, my mom and dad will be there. So, I guess we spend the rest of the... Does, like, a Nurse Joy come in and look at us or anything? Yeah, Nurse Joy probably comes in to check on you guys. And she's supervised the entire time by Joni. You actually notice that, like, when the nurse isn't looking, Joni is, like, looking at her really quizzically. And it's like... She's trying to tell if this Nurse Joy is wearing a wig or anything, if she's, like, secretly an astro or something. <laughs> and when the nurse leaves, like, leaves, uh, Joni just, like, does the whole points through her eyes and points at the nurse thing, and the nurse is like, what, what are you even doing? It's fine, she's contracted medical professional. <laughs> All right. Do, 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 do. So, come the next morning, you guys are being officially discharged. Um, Gabriel, your parents are there. They were away on duty when you guys had arrived, but as soon as they got back into town, they basically bolted. Like, they were ready to storm you out of the hospital if you weren't already being discharged. <laughs> oh, God. Uh-oh. What? And your mom's like, what happened? What was going on? Like, we heard there were Ultra Beasts and you... Why did you just run in there? Are you crazy? You haven't gotten your full Pokemon Ranger training yet? I wanted to help my friends. That that was our fault, man. We're really sorry about that. Son, it's, I'm very glad that you're so brave. But you don't always have to go with the crowd. If all your friends jumped off a cliff, would you do the same? Well, if I could properly save them, yes. If I had parachutes or a bungee or... I, I get the point. I understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. Good. Now, I'm sure that the food they serve in this hospital isn't the best, so I'd like to formally invite you all to come back to our home for a lovely lunch. <laughs> how about... How about... Uh, I make lunch. It's on me. <laughs> Oh, are you an experienced chef? I mean, I had to live alone feeding me and my sister for over a year almost. 
<laughs> oh, well, I'm sure that's a very interesting story. Uh, in that case, uh, me and Zophie will simply supply whatever you need, and then we'll help you in any way you want. That, and I picked up a few things myself, and I've actually kind of take myself as a bit of a cook, too, now, so I can help. Oh, well, of course. The uh, cooking genes run in the family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the passion is, is, is passed down. Skills, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm guessing the boys... Boys, stay in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, Belle, are you also helping out, or are you just kind of wandering around the house? Uh, I think I'll help out as best as I can. Okay. So yeah, you... Are you guys discussing... Oh yeah, the parents aren't in there with you. I imagine that Gabe was kind of like, Oh no, you guys, you guys don't have to be here. You can, you can just go sit and relax. <laughs> More or less. So I'm guessing it's just the three of you in the kitchen. Are you guys talking about anything while you're doing this? What are you making, first off? Uh, I haven't put a lot... I, I do have the cooking ability, so I don't think myself a master chef, so probably something... It's lunch. I don't know, probably just something simple, like like uh, grilled cheese and like tomato soup. Nice. Okay. I like that combo. <laughs> Gabe has learned if he tried making anything too fancy, her, her family had, or mom and dad haven't experienced eat, eating anything fancy. Yeah, uh, Julian's basically making uh, a plate lunch. It's like rice, uh, some barbecue-like meat, uh, and uh, apparently macaroni salad. <laughs> All right. Um... And since I'm, I'm back at home, I purposely burn up some food for the Magargo. <laughs> or as a slug. Or is it a Magargo? It, yeah. it, was a, it was a slug. Well, maybe yeah. it's evolved since then. Yeah. So, apparently, didn't realize this, or I forgot about this, but over in Twinleaf Town, the odd key, keystone is supposed to be there. The odd keystone's in Twinleaf? Yeah. Hmm. It's on the other side of the pond. You have to use surf, so post-game pretty much. Okay. I think, yeah, there must be a, a post-game one because I think normally you get it at Route 208. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's a gift and then you get the additional one. I know you two have... You have certain agendas that you want to fulfill eventually during this adventure, so they could be led in those directions. I'm just leading a life of adventure and eventually you know, trying to find my place in this overall place of a world which I'm starting to figure out wherever we go I'm going to keep an eye out for Pokemon contests so I won't, I won't stop going to Pokemon gyms but I think I, I think I do want to excel a little bit in Pokemon contests I had a really great time with that Pokemon contest and the people involved in it yeah yeah that looked, you look like you're really enjoying yourself yes uh, we'll say that yeah. during this time there was the herdier from earlier was running around and getting underfoot while you guys were cooking <laughs> to justify the, that last fully work. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I was thinking that maybe we could head up Twinleaf Town first, see if uh, Veronica's there. And while we're there, there's there was there was that ad on the TV about uh, 
uh, twin leaf t tree tower or whatnot. Mm -hmm. We can check that out while we're there. Yeah. And then we head up north. No, 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 no. And depending on no. how things no. go, if yeah. we get like the okay from Joni or whoever, we can head over to Canalife. I mean, well, this is out of character, but you guys don't need Joni to give you permission to no. go to Canalife. Yeah. We, okay. And we if they question it. We, we don't need to outright tell them that we're going there because we know something's going on. Yeah, like that whole thing was yeah. just you guys sussing out where there might be places that there's stuff happening. We have a we, we have a, 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 an excuse to go down there. Or, we want to check out the Canalade Library. Or maybe we could pump her for information. Yeah. That's another point. That's just bear a string. We don't want to push. We don't want to get all of her, our information from her because if it, if it gets let out that we you got a lot of her information from her, it will it might impact her position. Yeah, let's yeah. try not to destroy people's careers. Right now, if they catch on that we're going down to Candlelight for that reason, they'll they'll probably draw a line of us finding out through her. Yeah. Yeah. So for if we do go down there, we do have a reason we want to, you know, further our education. And if we go down there, that's our excuse. Yeah. We're here on business. Yeah. And if something just so happens to be there, well, we're there. We, we were there. It, it's just a coincidence. to find us. Let's remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that it does. Anyway, another thing I wanted to do was maybe at some point call... Indy and ask if she knows anything about certain legendary Pokemon and possible relations to fossil Pokemon. That, that, that's probably a good idea. Yes. As we're calling Indy. Alright. Yeah. So, well, let's say that you you finish making lunch and you, like, serve it and you guys have a little luncheon with Gabriel's parents. <laughs> And then once that's concluded and the three of you are on your own elsewhere in the house, we could say that they head up to Gabriel's room. Okay. Yeah. Did they go to your room last time they were here? I can, no, probably not because I didn't, expl I didn't uh, give you an uh, idea what my room looks like. Or at least I don't think I did. All right. What does your room look like then? Um, given I left, what, not even a year ago today, so... Um, it looks pretty standard. I didn't li live like. There's a TV in there with a. Oh, what day and age? It's it's got a it's got a switch in there. <laughs> um. There's a little PC right next to the bed. Uh, there's there's posters littered across the walls with you know wrestling uh like famous wrestling Pokemon, one of which is is the same the same Machamp that's on my T-shirt like right above my bed. <laughs> and I imagine there's human wrestlers there too. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, you you see the the trainer of that said Machamp, and you would probably have a poster of Crash Awaken there, and a poster yeah. of your grandpa. Yeah, yeah. On the on the on the nightstand, there's a little a, a framed photo of of him with like with his signature on it and everything. Him sitting next to another well known uh, wrestler in a fo uh, photograph. Maybe it's him and Crash Awake together. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like Crash Awake when he was just starting out. <laughs> a couple, oh. like, there would be, like, 
a couple plushies. One of which was his, his grandpa got, which was 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 one of of a Wilmer. Or no, yeah, Wilmer, no Waylord. He didn't, he didn't want to. He didn't want to cash out for the Waylord because that was huge. Yeah. <laughs> Waylord is. You, they don't sell Waylord plushies. They're technically beds. Yeah. Oh no, and the Waylord. It's 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 it seconds as a beanbag chair too. The Waylord. Nice. <laughs> All right, so you, now you guys are calling Indy? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ring, 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 ring. Howdy, y'all. Hey, Indy. Hey. How are my favorite three doing? I heard you three got into a bit of a scuffle down at Pal Pack. Yeah, there was yeah. a... There was an Ultra Beast that kind of popped out. Damn, Ultra Beast? Yeah. It was kind of shocking. It was an electrifying experience. Very nice. God damn it, <laughs> I'm feeling better now. Anyways, how's Rocksteady doing? Oh, Rocksteady's doing pretty good, actually. He's uh, getting used to living in the man world. He's a little less skittish than he used to be. Uh, hey, Rocksteady, come say hi to Julian. And the back here just here. Arrow Dactyl! He's starting to sound like you, Andy. Yeah, but don't worry, he's every time I show him a picture of you, he gets real excited to see you again. Oh, don't worry, buddy, it'll be soon. Once I'm ready, and once you're ready. Aerodactyl! <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's not the reason why we're calling, though. Okay. doesn't sound good. Yeah. And given that she's already stolen tech, like the the resurrection tech, um, and she's dropped hints about possibly what she's doing, you know, going after Bigger Fry and all that sort of stuff. I kind of wonder, um, are there any, uh, any legendaries that are tied to fossil Pokemon that are super ancient or would require this sort of well, there are several different types of legendary Pokemon. There's those that are legendary because they're so rarely found in the wild, and there are those that are legendary because they're, well, they're kind of myths and legends. Um, we've definitely found fossils of the legendary birds, the uh, Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres, when they were more plentiful uh, thousands, hundreds of thousands of years ago. Uh, we once found a complete skeleton of a uh, Lugia, Daon and Johto, so that's certainly something that exists. Hmm. There's relics related to the Rages, but I'm not sure if you would necessarily call those fossils. More assortment of rocks, metal, and ice. <laughs> yeah, that kind of situation. Um, like, we're, we're always discovering... More legendary fossil Pokemon. Like one time, someone said that they found the fossils of the the uh, Tau Dragon, that dragon from Unova that's tied to their lore. Oh, and how could I forget? There's also Janusect, which is well, it's not technically a prehistoric Pokemon, but 
It was created using the fossils and the DNA of an ancient bug tap Pokemon. Okay. Yeah, I... For, for a hot moment, I, I was always considering, like, Giratina, but it doesn't really need resurrecting. Yeah, well, according to the legends, Giratina's not really alive in the first place, so... Not really able to raise a rake, but never lived. Yeah. But whatever tech she stole, it can rip holes in time and space, so... Well, hey, it certainly doesn't sound good. No. Unless this is... This has something to do with the Ultra Beast 2, or is that just a happy coincidence? Uh... I would hope that they, it's a coincidence because uh, Sinnoh's not necessarily outfitted to deal with a full-scale Ultra Beast attack like Alola was, and even then Alola kind of hung on by the skin of their teeth, if I remember correctly. Whatever it is that Star's planning, it can't be good. Have you, have you guys already uh, passed this on to the authorities? Yeah, they know. Alright, well, in that case, all we can really do is wait and see what the next move is. And, and by we, I mean the League. I certainly wouldn't expect the four of you to start going out of your way to intervene. Oh, yeah, I just remembered. Um, we got a tip from someone, so you didn't hear this from us. Um, but there's some... Uh, the cops managed to get two uh, former team Astros to flip. And they say, like, okay, they're not the brightest. They're actually some of the dumber members of the the organization, but there's apparently been some sort of plan that involves the lakes. Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily surprise me. The lakes were what Team Plasma targeted years ago. Anyone who's trying to make anything happen in Sinnoh is going to try and use the lakes for something, but that's just, it's a given. It's like if you heard somebody was going to make bread, they're probably going to use flour for it. It's certainly something to look into, but without any specifics, it's, we can't necessarily do anything. Yeah. Okay, then. Do you boys have any other things? No, I think that covers it. Yeah, I believe okay. that's all the information we can cover. Alright, well, you guys stay safe, and good luck on the rest of your Pokemon journeys. Likewise, Andy. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Well then, yes. The legs are a stirring point. So I open up the map on the uh, Pokedex. Okay. And um, I realize that Lake Verity is um, next to Twin Leaf Town. All right. Want to head over there? Sounds like all. Yeah. All things point to Twin Leaf. Let's load up.
Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium is a super fun network podcast. To stay updated on other SFN podcasts, follow us on Twitter at RealSFN and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash superfunnetwork. You can also follow Tanner at SparkyUpstart, Lindsay at LindsayM476, Ryan at Vagabond Haunted, and Duncan at CloudHeadDuncan.